This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. You're listening to Fight Disciples. This is the big interview part three today, a part three of a, a special series of interviews to fill a little gap until you hear from myself and Adam uh, ahead of, well, post UFC 242 and ahead of Tyson Fury's big fight in Vegas this coming weekend. If you're only just tuning into this one podcast, a um, little bit of a change in the scenery just because myself and Adam are off one plane and onto another. So here's, a, here's the third part of a three part interview series being released today with the main man himself, the baby faced assassin. Mr. Paul Butler. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. How you doing, my mate? It's been a while since we last spoke. It has. Um, uh, I'm not boxing. Well, under the box. Um, May. May, yeah. Seen you since um, May, yeah. Scotland, yeah. So nice to be back out. Um, not many shows about. So nice, for, nice of Joe to, to to put me on one of his shows, which I'm really looking forward to, to be honest. Yeah, it'd be good to get you out again, and that's the beauty of these shows that Joe's putting on. Obviously, the first one, yeah. Stephen Smith got a run out. You're obviously uh, getting yeah. a run out on this one. Just keeps you ticking over, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Um, and t- with me now, I'm, I'm I'm thirty. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not bothered. If, well, I, it is nice to get on the big shows, of course, but like a fight, a fight to fight to me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm getting in the ring and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trading lever, and it, it's keeping me active. Like you say, I need to be active. Um, I'm in a bit of a tough situation at the moment um, I'm highly ranked with the IBF but as everyone knows that IBF's held by Inoue and it's in a tournament at the moment so um, obviously there's rumours speculating that he wins it, he steps up a weight and there's, there's even talk of him and Lomachenko so yeah. that title becomes vacant it is just a waiting game for me and just staying active yeah Unfortunately this is not a it's not the first time in your career you've had to be patient You've had yeah. to play a bit of a waiting game. It must be frustrating when you're putting the hours yeah. in in the gym when you've been doing this for, what, 15, 16, 17 years? It is, mate. It, that, that's the hardest bit about boxing. It's frustrating, uh, sitting around, waiting. And, and for me, it seems to be a regular thing. Uh, if you remember, I was sitting around and I was waiting for Jamie McDonald for ages. Yeah. Um, and then we ended up with the, the Rodriguez fight that, that fell upon us. But like, I'm the type of kid that... Like there was kids that didn't want to box rugby guys out there, but I'm the type of kid that I, I, listen. The world titles on the line. I'm stepping in there. Like if if a new way got off to me tomorrow, I, I'd, I'd step in with a new way as well. That's the whole reason why I go in the World Boxing Super Series as a reserve. Yeah. Because I, I'm not bothered they were fight. Like I get in the ring to to challenge myself, and and that's what I do. So these sick over fights do set me in good stead for. Well, it keeps me ranking for a start and. And it does eventually get me in line for the world title. Absolutely. You probably respected more than anybody, Luke Campbell. There's a lot of people saying, why is yeah, Luke exactly. Campbell fighting Lomachenko? Why is Anthony Crawler fighting Lomachenko? You because wanna, you want to test, test it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Listen, we're not in the sport to, to mess around and, and just have a, have a little padded record and, and retire and say, oh, I, I lost one. Who was that to? Oh, the British champion. Who, who did you lose? Like, I've lost two. I've lost two to arguably... The two in the world at the moment. Yeah. they pulled out of the the World Boxing Super Series, but I honestly believe he'd have boxed his way to a, a points win against Don Air. But like we'll we'll never know. It's just speculation that, but and that's opinions. But I do believe I've been in with well 
I know he's the best bantamweight in the world, but Rodriguez is, is right up there as well, uh, even though he did, he did blow uh, Rodriguez away. But I think that was down to Rodriguez's own style himself. He's too, he's too proud to, to, to box the way he should box against the new way to, yeah. to get a win. I think he's too proud. He wants to stand in front of you. He wants to land his own big shots. He wants to take you out of there. He, he doesn't respect no one. So I think with him not respecting a new way, is is downfall to get beat? Of yeah. course. Listen, you, you know we we've talked about him already. I've got to ask you. You've seen him up close and personal now, and I say you'd fight anybody at the drop of a hat. But do you agree that yeah. he's the biggest puncher pound for pound in in boxing right now? Yeah, he's got to be. Annie. He is frightening. Like I, I weren't even inside. I, I was with all, all the lads. Like after the box, the I went and stood with the lads, and we were just behind inside. I used to hear the thuds. Like yeah. oh, he, he, he was frightening. Like. He's clever the way he does things as well. Like, you hit Rodriguez to the head first. Mm-hmm. Takes him out to the body straight away. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's just sickening. Like, most kids just go, right, I've got you to the head. I'm going ahead hunting. He yeah. doesn't. He just went straight downstairs and just took him out to the body. Like, he, he's intelligent. He's not just a puncher. He, he's he's frightening with with his with his thinking and his boxing skills as well. Is there an element of you as a competitor that will be a little bit disappointed if he does move up just because you think... Yeah, he is the best on the planet. Yeah, he is all this, but I'm Paul Butler. I want to, I want to say when I retire, I fought the very best of my generation. Yeah, I would. I, honestly, I would. I know everyone goes, oh, you won't want to... I Let go him go. <laughs> Let him go and pick up the belt, yeah. Would you hear me having a laugh? And I'd go, right to yeah. Fucking right to wood. <laughs> and they go, why? And I go, why? He's, he's brilliant, do you know what I mean? Like, why did Crawler get him with Lomachenko? Why did... Why did we... Yeah, absolutely. To test yourself with about the against the very best in the sport. Yeah, I'm not bothered. We've bladdered me with two, three rounds. Do you know what I mean? I've I've stepped in there with the best, but but I will. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I'd train and I'd train to beat him. I might not beat him, but I'd train and I'd go out there thinking I would. Yeah. that's my mindset. Like, like I don't go, I don't go into anything like football, anything I do, if, even if it's. Pigeon tossing into the wall of a pound coin. Like, do you know what I mean? I want to win. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just in me to win, and it's just the way my dad brought me up. Listen, after the loss to Rodriguez, you've, you've got three on the spin now. You know, no, no yeah. doubt this one in Withenshaw uh, on the 22nd of this month um, will make it four on the spin. That, that, that's that got to be a phone call away from a world title shot, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like I say, we, we, are, we are on the verge of, of a world title. Um, it just so happens to be that. It's in the World Boxing Super Series at the moment. Um, there was talk of the WBC kid as well. We did get offered that for Kazakhstan when he boxed out there. Yeah. Um, but the money was shocking, mate. Like, you know what I mean? Like traveling all that way, and he's an MTK fighter, and the MTK meant to have a bit of dough. So I'm not going over there for pennies. And is this the French I mean? kid? Is it Nordine Ubali? Yeah, Ubali, yeah. 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 Um, I'm not going over there for pennies and once I paid out all my my strength and conditioning money, me. Me, me percentage to Joe, and do you know what I mean? I, I'm walking away with with not much. So, and it it was less than half of what a boxer Rodriguez to start with as well. So, wow. so yeah, you can imagine now. I, I was literally walking away, walking away with 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 not that much. Exactly. I think people, a lot of people, may not appreciate as well. You know, that's why they like to Joe and your dad and 
because you'll fight anyone. They, they're around yeah. you to protect you. Well, at the end of the day, around you, yeah. You're, you, you know, yeah. you're you're a former world champion. You know what you should yeah. know what you're worth. And if, if yeah, you're not yeah. getting offered the right money, then it's not the right fight. Yeah, like like I, I tell this story over and over again. I remember my second pro fight. I remember um, being pal. God rest his soul. Like he's he's dead now, but he rang he rang me up on, on my phone. He normally used to ring me dad and say, "Put Paul a fight." He, he rang me and he said, "Paul." The money's not there, he said. But you can box on this show. Uh, we can pay you the grand. And at the time, I was on a thousand pound a round. I'd signed a contract, and um, so I was getting me, me. If it was a four round, I was getting me four grand, and then I was getting a percentage of the tickets what I sold as well. Uh-huh. And he said, um, "You've got, you can box, but the money's not there. We can give you the grand." Me being me, because I wanted to fight, I've said, "Yes, sound. I'll fight." Rang with dad, I told him we've got a fight, I told him the situation, he went, ring him back and tell him you're not fucking fighting. And I went, why? And he went, Paul, you're lowering yourself. He said, because the next time you fight, he's going to say, Paul, we've only got a grand or we've only got two grand. Do you want a box on this bill? He goes, you're just lowering your market. Yeah. He said, Don't, ring him back and tell him you're not fighting. So I rang Dean back and I said, I'm not fighting. He said, why? I said, because... I know me with. Yeah, and he said, all right, fair enough. And is... I ended up getting the money what what I was supposed to get. So, like from from day one, my yeah, fellas told me, "Listen, you box for what you're worth." Like you know what I mean. Like so, yeah. Absolutely. From then, I've I've always I've I've always like took into consideration what I've got to pay out, and like it, it's not cheap for me to get up to the gym. It's twenty pounds a day to get up and up and down to the gym. Yeah. So I'm spending hundred pounds just on petrol. Yeah. And and everyone thinks uh Professional boxers, they're, they're on this amount, that amount. But listen, it's it's a tough game. Absolutely. Can... So, with, with that in mind, Paul, then as a as a former world champion yourself, yeah, the the motivation. Obviously, you want to become world champion again. You want to unify the division before you finish. I get all that, but is the is the biggest motivation now to be able to look around and go, wait a minute. I still owe on my mortgage here. I still owe on car payments. Is it a financial drive to, to get to get out of the sport what you've put in in terms of finances, being able to be set for life? Yeah, I suppose. Listen, like when when I did for, when I did turn pro, it was always I want to win British title, Commonwealth, and and I want to I want to win a world title. I have done that, but one side of me, yeah, I want to be financially secure. I want a house. I want I want houses. You know. So you can obviously rent out. Want to live in one of myself, and mm-hmm. and the other side of me still wants to become a world champion again. And and I know it is there, but it, everything's timing in boxing. Everything. Yeah. And a lot of people say it's not who you box to become a world champion; it's who you avoid. Um. And at times it is, but at t- like myself, I do want to test myself. So. It, I don't. I don't care who's in front of me. Like I said before, you can stick anyone in front of me, and I'll challenge them for a world title. But to become a world, to become a world champion, it can be easy to become a world champion, but to defend it is the hard bit. Yeah. Like my my biggest regret is not defending my world title. I know I've had Caballero, but I I never went into the into the ring as a world champion. Do you know what I mean? Like it was never. And and defending his world title from Ellsmere Port England or Butler. I'd never had that. It was just I just heard the words, I'm the new and literally I was on holiday. I was at a hideout festival and I got a phone call. I didn't even know that Frank had given the the uh, IBS title up. I just got a phone call to say uh, 
now you've relinquished the IBF world title. What's your next? And I was like, I didn't know I had. So it was a bit of that. I knew I was giving up, but I didn't think it'd be so long a wait for the challenge test for the world title. It did get pushed back. It was meant to be October, but I think I ended up boxing him in like February or something. Yeah. Um, or might have been June. I I can't even remember, to be honest. But yeah, it, it was a while that I waited to box. Like so, my but that is my biggest regret. 2010. I should, yeah, I should have um, filled out to a bantamweight and and defended my title. Yeah, 2010 will be your your tenth year as a pro. Yeah. When you started out ten years ago, did you expect the journey to be like this? Because it's not it's not been a straight path for you, has it? No, it hasn't. Um, I didn't expect it to be like this, but. I didn't really think about it. I just wanted to to get out there uh, and win some titles, and I've done that. And, and I want to. Uh, well, my ambition is to to still win a world title and still go out there and win titles. But it was obviously when when first turned pro and I was winning title after title, and it was every every fight seemed to be like a an intercontinental title type thing, mm-hmm. uh, or defending one or. I'd win the British, I'd win the Commonwealth, and then and then I did move on to the Intercontinentals. But um, they don't seem to really bother me anymore. Them Intercontinental titles. It was nice back then, you know, picking up another title, another title. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm not really bothered about all them now. To be honest, I just want to go out there, get get my hands on a world title again. That's all. Is it more than likely going to be the IBF? Do you think, or is it kind of any I opportunity think, that comes along? Yeah, listen, I'd have took the WBC if the, if the money was better than. Financially better, but it weren't. It was it was a bad offer to be honest. But um, yeah, it, it does look like the IBF to be honest. Um, I think I'm free with the IBF. Uh, I'll probably have another two before say Inoue does win it and he moves up. Uh, by the time he moves up and I'm vacated, I'll probably have another two. Yeah, before then, hopefully push myself into the number two position. I think. The number one is a Thai kid, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's got exactly the same record as me, actually. I think he was meant to box Haskins in an IBF final eliminated a couple of years ago on like Christmas Eve or something. Uh, so it'll be nice to to get my hands on that. Yeah, absolutely. It must be a little bit like training at Joe Gallagher's these days. must be a little bit like a doctor's waiting room. Callum Smith, Liam Smith, Stephen Smith, yeah. yourself. Yeah. Collar's going to have his one final fight. You know, it, Everyone's yeah. just kind of sitting around. Every time the phone must ring there, everyone must jump about six foot high. I know. Every, everyone's itching to go. Um, Sam Hyde wants the, the Riaka Re- fight again. Um, yeah. So he's he's waiting for that. Uh, Joe's pushing for that. Uh, you've got me waiting for an IBF title shot, hopefully. Um, Beefy waiting for the WBO. Now Mungi has given up, has he? Yeah, it looks like he's given up, doesn't it? Yeah, it um, does, yeah. So hopefully Beefy gets in for that. I don't know who he'd be in line for. Um, and then hopefully Callum gets a, a tune-up or a title defence before we hopefully get this much-talked-about Anfield fight in May. That'd be a nice one to get your next world title fight on, wouldn't oh, it? Chief support on there at Anfield. be lovely. Um, <laughs> I'd love that, mate. Uh, obviously, I never fought until Callum won the the World Boxing Super Series, and then Anfield started getting talked about. I never thought, even turning pro, my dad always used to say to me, 
the ace should have got at Anfield, wouldn't it? And I, I always thought, bad no chance for that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. No chance. Yeah. Um, but we are within such a distance of, of Callum actually headlining there, and it'd be, it'd be special if we'd done that because imagine the city coming together, especially for Callum and. Oh yeah. And now beefies with match for Especially with especially with the Premier League yeah. trophy sitting at ringside as well, you know, ah, freshly won, freshly lifted by the boys, and then you guys yeah. make your ring walk for world title fights be amazing. And, and the Champions League there sitting there, that's it. As well. Seven yeah. of them, seven of them yeah, now. It'd be, be lovely, I know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Listen, Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Paul Butler returns. The Babyface Assassin returns Sunday the 22nd of September at Woodhouse Park Lifestyle Centre in Withenshaw. I'm sure you can hit Paul up on social media for tickets or hit, hit up Joe Gallagher's uh, feed for ticket links there as well. Lovely to speak to you, my mate. Hopefully that phone call's not too far away. Cheers, Nick. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Paul. All the best, Cheers, my mate. You, You've been listening to Fight Disciples. Big interview. My name's Nick Pete. Come back next week for plenty more content from us. And tune in, subscribe to the Fight Disciples because we're off to Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas, baby. And we're going to be sending over daily updates pretty much from the main man himself, Tyson Fury's fight camp out in Las Vegas, ahead of his fight with Otto Wallen. Uh, stick with us. going to be loads of content coming from Vegas. And if you want more podcasts, uh, while you're waiting for that, visit fightdisciples.com. Keep us on, on your social media feed at fightdisciples and at the fightdisciples on Instagram. And do not forget hoodies, socks, t shirts, badges, pin badges, stickers, bop, 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 you name it, the lot. We've got it. Fightdisciplesstore.com. Don't be the guy that turns up at a boxing or an MMA fight without a Fight Disciples tee badge or pair of socks on. You'll look like a right clown. Get on there, get your orders in before it all sells out. See you later. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.